0: You can't say that. Traitor. Traitor? She's still sleepy. Are you not well, honorable member? When are you paying the money? <laughs> hey. hey. Hong, you, Hong, you are not allowed to be emotional. Take your seat. the pili. Hey. That's unparliamentary.
1: <laughs> Good day and welcome to this week's episode of Sunday Times Politics Weekly. My name is Conita Hunter. Now, the state capture inquiry is the gift that keeps on giving. This week has been no different in this important inquiry headed by Deputy Chief Justice Raymond Zondo. I'm joined today by Sunday Times politics hacks, Zingisam Vumvu and Apuwe Declare, who joined me to unpack captured politicians, looted banks and a politician who is on sick leave but claimed he was not sick. Welcome, guys. <laughs> Just another day in South <laughs> Africa.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. The last one is a killer.
1: <laughs> so, Barbara Hogan, the former Public Enterprises Minister, has been testifying for the last two days at the Zondo Commission of Inquiry. How can you summarise her testimony to the Zondo Inquiry?
2: Uh, look, a lot of ANC uh, people have been saying uh, the ANC is not under inquiry, uh, but she has uh, her testimony has just uh, placed them at the center of everything. Um, she has thrown them under the bus if you want to say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the ANC has has continued this rhetoric that this this commission is not. Uh, to put the ANC on trial. But um, a lot of the people that are implicated and the people that are coming to testify here um, were or are ANC employees to, to, to government. Um, and it, it's really unearthing what the party's role was in in-state capture um, as a multi-year project to capture the state by the Gupta family. Zingisa, what do you what do you make of it? Hmm.
0: Well, look for for me, Q. I'm not surprised at all uh, by the direction that the commission has taken. Uh, it was it was always going to be very strange for this to come out with uh, one person, which is the former president Jacob Zuma of the ANC, and and the state. I mean, we know he did a lot of. Uh, he was the head of all the rot that was ongoing in the state, but it would have been impossible for him to 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 do it all alone. Hence, the commission is where it is now, and the NC can claim all they want that they are not under trial. But in actual fact, that is what is happening. And I can tell you, at the end of the day, uh, the biggest casualty of this commission, regardless of what recommendations say, uh, when it comes to an end in about eighteen months from now, uh, it will be the NC. The NC is suffering. Uh, how many people, just in this testimony of former Minister Barbara Hawken have been thrown uh, thrown under the bus? Uh, Jeff Gadebe, so what did
1: what did she say about Jeff Kadebe?
0: Uh, Jeff Kadebe said uh, to her at the time when uh, during the uh, whole fracas over the appointment of Gama that in uh,
1: Transnet.
0: Uh, you? Yeah, in Transnet, uh, that uh, uh, you know Kama's uh, treatment was tender. What, what did he say? it like, was tender. Was uh, I forgot the actual code. I wanted to use the actual codes. but hmm. in essence, Jeff Kadebe was saying they were wrong. Uh, not to allow Gama. Remember, he said that Gama was actually forced down her throat. Uh, although there were better candidates that were there, uh, and,
1: and a lot of people have said since that uh, Siabonga Gama was instrumental in the state capture project in an um, in um, Transnet, which was you know. The pride and joy of all SOEs. Yeah. Um, mm. It was, you know, that, that sort of um, special child um, and now is facing the same troubles uh, like ESCOM and SAA.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. And I mean, it, it, it would make sense now, I mean, if you had testimonies anything to go by, if there was this real push by all forces, there was the ANC that put pressure on the minister, there was the SECP that put pressure on the minister, there was actually the ANC that also put pressure on the minister to say no one else but someone must be uh, the ceo at the time and uh, i mean as you say he went on to be implicated to issues of uh, state capture that were happening at transnet one would say maybe it all uh, makes sense now why he was uh, the preferred candidate back then today uh, she was implicating jacob marocha who was also the ceo of escom. Uh, uh, also, there was a big defense around uh, him when he, time, had, yeah. Yeah, when he had to be fired for wrongdoing. Uh, he even, it almost even came to a point of him being reinstated into the position. So all those issues. But in the, in the bigger scheme of things, as I said to uh, uh, the ANC, for me, right now, the commission is about the ANC. And uh, as I say, by the end of this commission, the ANC will be in serious, serious okay. problems.
1: Mm -hmm. What really stood out for me, uh, Apu, before I come to you very quickly, before I lose this thought, (laughs) but is the fact that she was labelled an anti-transformative racist when she raised these issues about these particular candidates who now evidence has shown were responsible for state capture. And and it takes us back to the conversation between 2015 and 2016 that it was you either supported the Guptas or you were... A racist, anti-transform. I mean, the, the, those those kinds of um, debates and discussions at the most, um, you know, the highest echelons of our politics really destroyed institutions. You were saying.
2: Look, uh, I, I was going to say uh, back to the ANC. Uh, uh, I think uh, the the SG of the ANC uh, will have to former SG of the ANC. We'll have to come and, 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 and uh, uh, explain what was the motivation, uh, uh, especially with Transnet. Uh, we see one of uh, the, 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 the uh, Maseko, what he has since done at Telecom. And uh, if, you, if, if you then, uh, uh, you know, compare that to what Gamma. Just give a, just a bit of
1: background on that.
2: Uh, Sipoma S- 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 Seko uh, was the recommended candidate by the board for Transnet. F- f- for Transnet, right? So, uh, but then they eventually went with Gamma because of this this pressure and so on. Uh, I think uh, Goye Demantasha should come uh, and and, and give the side of the party but also um, played uh, for the SACP Mm. Uh, probably Julius uh, because he was the the head of the NCU league Mm. which was making those statements at the Mm. time Um, I, I mean we really need to get to the bottom of Okay, yes, we are assuming that this was done in such that uh, it, it would open a way uh, for state capture as we, we know mm. it now. Uh, but they need to, 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 to take us to their conference, Okay, maybe uh, they thought... Uh, uh, gamma was this, and uh, they found mm-hmm. out yeah. later uh, that maybe the motivation for the then president was different from theirs. Then they need to tell us that
1: because it's it's not it's not unusual for political parties or political entities to lobby for candidates for senior positions. That's not abnormal. And you wouldn't know um, if the former president had already, um, you know, had a bit of a conversation with him that, you know, would have led to state capture in any way. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the same time, the role of the party in just sort of um, trying to, 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 to really um, <coughs> take control of these SOEs and as a result led to its direct paralysis. There's almost like a direct correlation between the appointment of, of ex-deployee and the paralysis of that organisation. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at cloudy at, at, at
2: um, like SABC?
1: SABC, you look at uh, you know, Dudu Miani as a chairperson mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. SAA. Mm. There's a kind of direct uh, correlation which the ANC can't... Um, sort of run away from uh, mm-hmm. uh, do you think that they they you know politically mature enough to come forward and and, and give um, an explanation on all of these matters raised by all of the people that have come here to give testimony
2: look i think uh, a lot of it may be uh an attempt by individuals to distance themselves uh, from the happenings to say uh, maybe this is we were not aware of this this is what we thought uh, was going to be that's that's what i'm expecting um expe- especially at this time uh, going to elections uh, it's going to be a difficult one um uh, uh, but i'm really interested uh, f- especially from the part of godemandasha uh, they may want to send the current uh, sg to come and speak for the party, but he's but, he's an implicated he
1: person in a different yeah. uh, capacity. Capacity,
2: yeah. but, but you see, these things tend to. I was representing the office of the ANC. It was not me. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but, but you see, the, the other thing for for me too, uh,
0: even if the ANC comes and explains itself, it will expose uh, ANC uh, political strategies of how they do things. For instance, uh, me, as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing wrong. Uh, you know, with regards to the testimony of Barbara and there's nothing wrong uh, with a governing party to tell its employees what to do and to call them to account. As In principle, as, yeah. Yeah, as far as that meeting that, for instance, she's pointing where she was called by Quede and her deputy at the time. Uh, to account on certain issues, uh, I mean, really, if if the party as the deployer, we vote for a party. The party presents a manifesto. Yeah. We vote on that manifesto. It deploys particular individuals to the state to implement that manifesto. And if the party feels that you are not uh, implementing or playing according to what they sent you to the state to do, they have every right to call you back and say. Uh, no, uh, comrade, for reason one, two, three, we don't think you're going in the right direction. In fact, we are instructing you to go that direction for uh, that we told you to go uh, yeah. at the beginning. So, uh, but but you see, and then that that is just a, a party issue, but constitutionally, she's right, constitutionally, that's not the case. But yeah. then, what I feel what
1: really raises your eyebrows, uh, what what really made you a bit weary when you listen to her.
0: No, well, what made me worry is that what she's implying is that a political organization doesn't have powers to tell its employees in the state what to do. And then it raises question to say, then where do you take your mandate from? If you can't take it uh, from the party that deployed you to the state, when it tells you to say this, she said it herself, she said it, that the ANC doesn't have powers to instruct ministers uh, at the red code. And I found that to be very disturbing. It can't but
1: what be. about everything else she said? What about what about um, you know, stuff about the former president being angry and personally vested. The stuff about there was a competent guy um, and, and 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 that person, you know, the, the, away from party politics. Yeah, no, no, and no look, state capture now.
0: Yeah, no, look, definitely. I mean, as far as the other testimonies, as I say, for me, that was just one point uh-huh. where I say personally, uh, in my understanding of worrying, politics, yeah. I, I think that is a bit worrying. But with regards to all the testimonies of state capture and being pressured, even. I mean, for instance, I will never condone the ANC to even circumvent process if a particular process of the state that a board of a a parastatal says so-and-so must be deployed. And then as a part, you say, no, it can't be. That is wrong, even if you... uh uh, the governing party, you can't do that. That is wrong on the part of the ANC and whoever was influencing them, which seems to have been present at the time, so that we cannot uh, falter at all. That is; Those are the things that the ANC must be held accountable on, but I don't think the ANC should be held accountable on holding its employees to account. So,
1: so, so there was that element in the in the commission where she almost, um, you know, she was irritated by the fact that she had to go now and report. So I, I understand what you're saying. So it's yeah. away from, from the bigger the bigger capturing of Transnet. There was this element of testimony which she gave that said, uh, you know, she had, she, she, Gwede Mantasha called her to account to the truly House, and, and what you're saying, effectively, it's not, that's not a problem.
0: No, that's not a problem yeah. at all. As long as what you are called to account on is legal, and if then Gwede gives you a, a legal instruction, then I would understand if you defy it. But if they say, according to the party policy, we don't think that you are going through the right direction and we feel like you must come back uh, to light and this is the line of march that as the party we are giving you. There is not nothing untoward about that. But with regards to individuals and capturing and people taking candidates that were not uh, uh, the preferred ones by board and all that, those kind of politics uh, are, are really uh, not welcome. And I agree with you. Mm-hmm. All those individuals that were named in particular, I think they must answer for themselves and say if they were instructed to do so. Because you would find that, for instance if since uh, the SACP is also said to have been one of those that are loping, you'll find that it was just Blades thing because at the time he was part of that uh, Mm. bigger core.
1: Not an ideological... Mm -hmm. uh, You you uh, know uh, what I'm saying. You'll find that even himself
0: didn't get the mandate from the SACP. He was doing it for his own personal. And so he must be put to the witness stand and answer as to why did he do that. Yeah, yeah. You see... So but but you
1: raised an important point in the beginning that um you know this was was never gonna just point at, at, at former president Jacob Zuma. Um those that has ascended with him and, and, and those who descended with him are all together going to um you know have to come and answer you at some point or the other.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Shall we move on? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Right. <laughs> VBS. I mean, we we cannot talk about VBS. And, and and the reason why I think it's important to talk about VBS is because today the, the court has ruled that um, it should be liquidated. Mm. And there was no opposition, meaning there's no fight back, even from the people um, supported. who supported it. Yeah. What do you think? Is
2: it uh it's strange eh? um I, I thought uh the 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 red party was going to <laughs> <laughs> cuz they've been very vocal about uh, saving the bank uh, and, and and so on but the 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 interesting developments is the about the other red party which is not you really a party <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have to be quite specific the, about the, the word party <laughs>
2: The SACP, Um, uh, the revelations uh, from this weekend uh, uh, and and what has since then transpired uh, that they suspended their secretary in Limpopo for the involvement in the VBS. uh,
1: uh, So basically, VBS uh, also gave money to the SACP?
2: To to the SACP, to the tune of 3 million for their uh, uh, conference that was in. in, uh, What's the. What's the betrayal? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, look, um, it, it's strange how uh, uh, when you read the story, it says uh, they gave the money on the basis that they won't speak about the fact that they still have uh, accounts uh, for the Gupta family. Uh, you, when you're looking at uh, the state capture process, the their stance against the Guptas and so on and so on. To think then that they've been paid. Uh, to keep quiet uh, about the Guptas having accounts with them. Uh, I mean, it is very shocking. Um, it, I think maybe Blade would need to uh, uh, talk to us a, a bit further yeah. about this because, I mean, you remember... They were vociferous.
1: They, were, they spoke the loudest about, about banking, uh, the, um, the banking sector uh, aiding and abetting the
2: Guptas in their money
1: laundering project.
2: Exactly. Now to find out that they've known that after these major banks had shut down, down their accounts, uh, the Gupta still had accounts with the VBS. It's shocking. Uh, they were here uh, outside the state capture uh, 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 a venue, uh, protesting and and, and, and uh, uh, saying uh, that uh, you know, calling for uh, this investigation and that everyone who is implicated in the state capture uh, uh, must face the music and whatnot and whatnot and but. <laughs> You see? <laughs> They've got their own... So, so there really needs to be
1: a political discussion, a serious political discussion about small and yana skeletons. Exactly. Yeah, well, absolutely. We love <laughs>
0: about it. We love about it. This, is a, about this a, it. is
2: a big, small and, yana and skeleton, and, on this but, one. But,
0: <laughs> but for real, for real, comrades. And, and I think we need that because you see now, and it's becoming evident, not everyone who's claiming to be innocent in the bigger state capture project is innocent. In fact, the SACP Uh, has been implicated a couple of times. We're talking about them now in Barbara Hogan's testimony. They're implicated. Now VBS, they're implicated. They've been implicated in a lot of...
1: The EFF also, they had the moral high mm -hmm. ground until they did not
0: You you see. So, -hmm. so I think uh, we need to get to a point where everyone puts uh, their cards on the table and we check who's got the A's, who's got the (laughs) J, who's got the K. You know, but for me, the the SACB is not really a a shocking one for me. I've been particularly perturbed by the The SACP's change of stance, regardless of what they ought to be uh, in terms of their political uh, ideology, the the SACP seems to be very uh, manipulators in the entire uh, alliance in that almost everyone who has come through over the years in leading the ANC and the country. At some point, they get along with them. At some point, they fall out with them. And once they fall out with that one, they go with the other one. And everyone just seems to forget that these ones. I mean, we know, for instance... It's actually becoming a boring script. Exactly. Mm. That's their script. And it's it's consistently so. They pushed for Mbegi at the beginning. They turned against him. Pushed for Jacob Zuma. Turned against him. They pushed strongly for Syria Now, who knows what will happen in the next uh, three years or so. And, And it seems for me, they are playing that game as long as it suits them, as long as they will get deployed, as long as they will benefit from whatever they'll benefit from. That's
1: very from, serious. You know?
0: <laughs> so so I, I'm, I'm not surprised at yeah. all. I mean, I've always suspected there's some um, uh, funny shenanigans with the SACP's change of uh, colors and stance. So I think it's about time. Uh, that they also come to to the front. I mean, the fact that they've
2: had the same leader for twenty years—that in itself should <laughs> Don't tell. Don't go there. Don't should, go there. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, 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 what you are saying, I was listening to uh, the speech of uh, their uh, secretary at the uh, conference Kosatu. Uh, when you listen to that speech, it's like a speech that was written in 2008 yeah uh, when the then president was uh, 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 yeah. uh, voted was recalled mm. um, the, the, the points that uh, uh, bladen zimande was making uh, he, but now against uh, he's he's former ally. So at the time he was
1: he was demonising <laughs> begi yes. and 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 hero worshipping Zuma. Yeah. Yes. Now he's demonising Zuma. Zuma and hero, hero worshipping Cyril. Cyril
2: Ramaphosa. And you like Ish. maybe he took a wrong speech. Maybe oh <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, we're we are in 2008.
0: They never mention names. So you find that it's exactly
2: the
0: same. <laughs> <laughs> Parasitic network. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they exactly. <love> <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> a
1: pa- parasitic network. network. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's no longer the 1996 no, class project. project yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: from that to <laughs> a, yeah, no. So, so,
1: so basically, you know, both stories for me raise two questions. You know, who can hold the model high ground in South Africa? And it seems like not many people can
0: yeah unfortunately unfortunately you uh, i think we we need to uh, you know to get to what the freedom charter says that the people govern i, I think in south africa we give uh, politicians too much power and we expect and uh, hope too much that they are morally high, they will yeah. do what they're delivered for. I don't know how we can sort of maneuver around that to speak to the issue of that the people govern, whereby we hold these politicians to account. We make sure that, indeed, they work for us, yeah. not other people, not these parasitic networks, yeah. you know, that they work for. And and I guess when we get to that, when, indeed, people govern, they're the ones who hold politicians to account. I, mm-hmm. I, I guess we would win in having people who are morally high, but... As things stand, these people—we ju- the, our only participation really in South Africa is to vote for politicians. From that point on. These people do as they want. Yeah. They form themselves into cabals.
1: It's a good thing that that this uh, state-capture inquiry is open, though. Exactly. for the first time, no, people well, are learning, know. you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe the, the the good side of it is that now people will wake up and get to say that we've been scammed all these years. <laughs> <laughs> we need to wake up and hold these people to seriously account. But even our our, our democratic uh, Uh, structure is not so bad in terms of uh, uh, having platforms and mechanisms of people to make politicians accountable. I don't think our people are completely aware uh, of certain things that they can do to hold politicians to account yeah. once we vote for besides them, the robust media you know we, 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 there, there are other means there are yeah. many other means I mean those uh, chapter 9 institutions that are there they are there for everyone everyone can lodge a complaint any day yeah. with their public protector uh, you can in fact apply for a march and a protest as any individual uh, yeah. via all those uh, sections you yeah. know legally and protest against whatever that you feel is an injustice against uh, the people. But I guess uh, we we are not uh, there yet in terms of using those platforms.
1: So a Chinese entrepreneur, um, you know, the, the, the chairperson of Alibaba, Jack Ma, when he was in South Africa, he said something quite um, you know remarkable to me, was that we don't work for government. Government should work for us. Absolutely. Government should not be playing the most important part of our lives. It should just be something that runs and assists our lives. We, our happiness and sadness and prosperity and um, you know downfall is so much invested
0: in government, yeah. a group of elite that really just um, you know do as they please. Oh, absolutely, and and that's that is exactly the problem with where we are in that we think these people we are working for them, whereas they are working for us mm. uh, and. Well, they are supposedly working for us, but they are not. Mm. They are working for themselves, but we put so much hope mm. uh, on them to deliver for us. But you say, uh, the commission will teach us one or two things at the end. That's if we we'll have any politicians remaining by that time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but one person who, who, who wasn't working for us for the last three weeks is uh, Deputy <laughs> President uh, David Mabuza. And he went to AWOL the last time uh, he was seen in public, was on the 20th of October. On the 25th of October, his office said he's taking a few days sick leave because he wasn't well, and he'd be back in a few days. Um, it was last week, you know, it's, it's now the, the 13th of November, but he seems to be back in office now this week. But up until last week, Friday, um, he was he was nowhere to be seen. Um, and his office, um, you know, wouldn't come in to say, where is the deputy president? And we found out that he was actually in Russia um, undergoing some treatment. And then his office said, um, they wouldn't obviously comment at the time on the Russian um, trip, but they did say that uh, it, it doesn't mean that the deputy president is on sick leave it doesn't automatically mean that he's sick. So I don't know how it works for you. <laughs>
0: you know, but... but, but uh, oh, are No, but comrades, it's, it's possible. I mean, only like, I know it's possible. You know, uh, when so, you so dodge So basically, word, uh, are, when, are they
1: admitting you know? that the, the deputy president abused the leave system? Maybe.
2: <laughs> maybe. You know those Mondays. No, but... but
0: <laughs> no, but... On a serious note, I think they were very clumsy uh, in handling... Uh, that particular inquiry, uh, I don't know. I mean, at times, the certain things are not there. For instance, I don't understand why would you hide that the deputy president is sick. You don't really have to declare what the sickness is, you know. You see
1: why I was thinking about that. And I was thinking, why would you hide it? But my but my instinct is pointing that either he the trip to to um, Russia was unscrupulous, yeah, and there was some underhandedness in. In the actual in the actual visit, yeah. So, which is why they probably didn't want uh, to, to people to know that he's sick, so that. Because the immediate question would be, okay, he's sick. Oh, how sick is he? Is he in hospital? Oh, which hospital is he in? Because he's a deputy. He's, yeah. no, longer, he's no longer a premier in mm-hmm. Pumalanga mm-hmm. where the news cycle really you know, can give you two months of leave and you could be in Russia and no one really cares. <laughs> yeah. You are whole deputy president of the country, number one. Number two is your every movement is paid for by the state. Number three, there's an entire wing um, at a military hospital in Pretoria that costs hundreds of millions of rands to to upkeep for the president, the deputy president, and former heads of state, that is state-of-the-art. So why wouldn't you use that facility? Mm. What is it that Russia has that South African hospitals don't?
2: Yeah, well, that is a very very good question. Um, Look, the time he explained this in parliament, the question still remained, why Russia? Uh, I mean, you are a premier of a province, you can afford... Uh, If you think that uh, state hospitals, uh, now that you are a a deputy president, uh, I mean, it's strange. Maybe uh, there's something that we really don't know.
0: No, but you know, I mean, there's a lot of uh, unscrupulous things that the Russians uh, get up to. We know they are very popular for... Uh, they are, uh, you know, <laughs> <a> suspicious poisoning <laughs> uh, of, of people and all those issues. I mean, you, you'd never know. And I mean, this is uh, just general information. Apparently, the Russians, when they poison you, it's only them who can take out the poison. So we would never know. And we would remember that at some point we were told that uh, Titi was poisoned. So,
2: no, no, he, really, he, uh, he, 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 okay, he spoke uh, about his illness uh, he, and, and it was very. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people didn't want to believe him uh, because they even asked about the people who were uh, with him on the flight, and you were saying the state he, he was in. Uh, he cannot recall yeah. everything <laughs> and, 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 and all that sort. So, so yeah, yeah, I mean, like we we don't know, uh, but
0: but I'm I'm just saying it's it's quite shocking that. Uh, and then yesterday, as if that spin was not bad enough, the Minister of International Relations and Cooperative. Uh, uh, and, uh, and 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 uh, international relations. Deco. Yes, uh Lindy Ossusul uh, uh, was out in that uh, those money press conferences of hers. Also yesterday, spinning the whole thing yesterday. What we, did she say? Uh, I didn't see she that. She said no. Uh, we 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 are under the assumption that she was sick, like she was being diplomatic, mm-hmm. assuming under the assumption. But I was like, "What is this about?" Because <laughs> they, she was also asked a question as the Minister of deco Do to, you do you know about? Yeah, it? do you know about the issue? And what is it that you know? She was uh, uh, going in sixes and sevens and circles, rambling, rambling, but. The basis of it was that they are assuming that she was in Russia, but really now that I the mean,
1: deputy president was in Russia. Yeah. How yeah. do you assume a whole deputy president was exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a whole deputy president of the and, republic?
2: And, and, and you are the minister at DECO. And uh, a journalist mm-hmm.
1: here it parked our nose. So you see as I'm saying, as you say, that you was just see. a deserted shot by it. <laughs> So guys, it's it's been a it's been a week. It's going to be um, <laughs> I don't think that the political news cycle is going to die down um, as early as we think it's going to be, especially because of the the state capture inquiry. But there's a lot of loose ends. Um, There's a lot of court cases. We know Friday, Jacob Zuma, I'm saying Jacob Zuma, former President Jacob Zuma, was, um, you know, told to to pay, um, you know, costs in the in um in one of the cases from his own pocket and there are many other cases um that the courts are still uh, adjudicating. So we are gonna obviously look to that before the end of the year. So this week obviously the big thing is Silar Maposa's reshuffle. Do you think he's going to do it?
2: Um I was once advised uh, never to bet on cabinet <laughs> reshuffles. I was just gonna <laughs> unless say unless I let's hear from the horses <laughs> Unless it's from the horses' mouth. Um I don't know. I, I, the, the, there's been a lot of talk about it. Uh, he obviously has to no Wednesday
1: to um, mm. to respond to to Busisi when Kobani the public on, protector on,
2: on on Malusi Gigaba. Yeah. So it's unlikely that he will we will just fire uh, Gigaba or or, or whatever. He, probably uh, there's uh, also a vacancy. Uh, uh oh, with the 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 date minister uh, Molewa. Eh?
1: Yeah, and uh, we and we wrote in the Sunday Times that he actually told the top six, and they were in agreement about Gigaba, They mm. fought about Batabile Lamini, the minister in the presidency mm. responsible for women. Mm. There was also some consensus that she would also have to be let go. So it's a matter of where not where, if. If yes. But you see, but it's a good drinking game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My view is that, especially given the current political environment, I don't think it would be advisable to go for a cabinet reshuffle now. I mean, with all the other things that are happening, the state capture... But I don't think it's a choice now. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, but you know, uh, for ANC people uh, to delay things, (laughs) these people have been good at that. They they did it throughout (laughs) President Jacob Zuma's time. How long did it take them to respond to the public protector's report? They can always delay things. The reason I'm saying that, this political environment, especially once you set that kind of a precedent that you deal with people, if... There's adverse findings against them. We just said that our politicians don't seem to be, uh, to be you know, uh, clean, all of them. So as more as uh, debt comes on these people, are you going to keep on doing uh, cabinet reshuffles? And now the ANC really needs to change focus. May is around the corner, comrades, and they have to focus. ANC hasn't spoken anything about the elections, if you check, because of all these things that are happening uh, around them. And I think issues of reshuffle would just further deepen the division and, uh, and, uh, and the contaminated situation that is ongoing now. There's pressure now uh, against uh, Minister Pravin Kodan as well, who's also appearing in the state capture uh, next week, hmm. uh, which we know it's a particular faction of the ANC that is really interested in seeing ban for that. So, so you know, because of those dynamics, I, I think at some point they have to get back and say, comrades, let's sober
2: up. But, but do, 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 you, do you think uh, it's going to be advisable to remove one person and, 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 and not leave remove the, the other? For instance,
0: if you remove so have to do the reshuffle, and you don't remove uh, minister Batavide, I mean, when the charge against them of lying under oath is the same. So, I mean, uh, how would you do that? But then again, as I've said before, with Batavide, it's not as easy as it would be easy with everyone else. He leads an entire league of the ANC, and you need that particular structure for lobbying and mobilization and the campaign. Going into the elections, if you remove her and you have her angry just at the time that you need her sober, it doesn't work for the party. Hmm. You see, but I mean, that shouldn't be our problem, really. Yeah, no, it shouldn't be our yeah. problem. But I'm speaking on the perspective no, 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 of the ANC to say, perhaps some of the analysis that could be done by the ANC would be to say, "But comrades, uh, as I say, the ANC is is really suffering, comrades, at the at the biggest of things."
1: But you know. I, I've spoken to lots of people um, over the course of the, of the weekend, and, and, and many, many people are saying, um, you know, that same argument. He has to, he has to fire a, a, former, a very popular former Youth League president and, uh, um, and, a, and a very popular uh, Women's League president. Um, uh, that's obviously Salon Maposa that has to do this. And for me, it's that it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Your party dynamics should not hold the country ransom. That was the excuse that was used for three years after the kind of judgment, where former President Jacob Zuma was found to have violated his oath of office. And yet, it was, he's too popular, he has support, and the country suffered. Really, the economic situation we're in was as a result of being held ransom by a political party. And I know I might get into trouble for saying this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but you're you are right, you. But I'm saying the NC, the NC is selfish. Like The NC would never, trust me, ANC has proved time and again, and you just put an example. ANC will never do anything that will hurt the ANC. They don't care about the country. Well, the uh, former president has said several times, ANC comes before uh, the country. So, <laughs> and, that, and 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 no
2: one publicly challenged the Yeah, because uh, they know
0: amongst those so, who are holding power but, now. <laughs> <laughs> so the the ANC will always be selfish. It will always be about them. It will be always be about them remaining in power. Because the longer they remain in power, uh, the longer comrades get to be deployed in. The state and have uh, these positions that they have that give them the lives that they have so uh, really for the ANC it's about the ANC South Africa and everyone else like us we come uh, second uh, to them but we'll see I guess though the approach has changed this is a completely different regime but an ANC too is money. an but, ANC. But,
1: but just for control we did we did hit at the DA last week and the EFF so whoever's yeah. listening Yeah <laughs> <this> is...
2: <laughs>
1: I'm not selling you guys out <laughs> I'm Why calling it too much of trouble ANC recently. is
2: a governing
0: party we can at them all year.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us we'll, we'll be back with you next week we hope you enjoyed this episode please share it on social media and get your friends listening. Thank you